Today is November 11th. The Yankees rumors are buzzing. Verlander, center fielders, shortstops. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk Yankees. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. We got Jake in the John Boy Media jersey and producer BBD in the corner returning. I'm not returning. I'm still on my paternity leave. I was granted permission to do an episode of Talking Yanks because there's a lot of rumors going on, which as everybody that's a longtime listener knows is my absolute favorite part of the offseason. Strike that, reverse it. I lied. <clears throat> Nothing matters. Jake, how are you doing? James, BBD, everyone live in the chat. James Douglas. Jim, you can be on talking Yanks, paternity leave. All that baby does is sleep from everything I've heard. Um, and a couple cute faces. Sleep machine. Um, doing well. Doing well over here. Thursday. Only facts for me today. Um, yes. And yeah, man, I'm... Hey, I'm excited you're back for the Talking Yanks faithful, so they get to hear from you. And yeah, this, uh, I think I'm excited to hear what you have to say. We had Joe's on last episode. Joe's is the best. I love when people stumble into into Joe's because he's electric always. He can't stop if he wanted to because he's the best. Um... But yeah, man, I think uh, I think I kept saying like free agency for me actually started when Heaney signed. Half is a joke, half is like, oh, a pitcher signed for eight and a no, half. That's the mil? same as Joelle. Um, the Dodgers giving Heaney eight mil is the same as the Yankees giving Joelle two mil. It's not far it doesn't off. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's chump change for someone that neither team actually thinks they need. It's just bragging rights. That's the Dodgers' number one bragging right. Yeah, this guy's not great, but we'll give him eight mil. Fuck you guys. Look how much money we have. Next Robbie Ray. It's kind of like walking past a bum and just giving him like 500 bucks when your buddy gives him a dollar and be like, I'll give that guy 500 bucks. I'm richer than you. And then the Yankees did it with Joelle. It's the same. None of that matters. I hit up Eno and I was like, no way. Like people are calling this a Robbie Ray esque signing. And Eno's like, I actually just wrote an article kind of saying that <laughs> and I was like ah sorry man uh so yeah the the offseason's kind of going I'm I'm excited I think I think with some of the Cashman quotes you're our number one Cashman tea leave reader I think the Yankees offseason we've had our first kind of whoa audible so I don't know if we want to jump right into it or or what you're thinking I want to I want to talk about the Verlander stuff um I was on John Boy and Jake Radio yesterday, and I came out, and my thoughts yesterday were like, I can't believe people are in on this or, like, want this after the Kluber deal. I spent all day just kind of tinkering, and I've come to a new place that I currently am at. I don't know if I'll be here the rest of the offseason, but it's changed my opinion on the offseason. So I think it's a good opening conversation for, like, all rumors and just, like, where my head's at. Let's do it. Um. 
So did you see the rumor? And again, the Yankees are so tightly wound that like any r- rumor from a reporter doesn't come from the camp right. of the Yankees. Like almost unverified sources that post to Reddit or like hit us up in the DMs is in my opinion, more trustworthy than if Nightingale or Heyman say right. something. Cause the, we know the Yankees just don't leak to reporters. If they have leaks, it's to like family and friends that hit up other strangers. I mean, every Yankees signing has been leaked from an unverified person before like the big J's get it right. The last couple of years. So on Reddit, and I don't know if this is true, but this changed my mindset. There was a someone on Reddit said that the Yankees are going to sign Verlander for two years, 40 mil. And I liked that more than one year 10. Okay. So that's, you needed, you needed the. Because if they sign Verlander for two years, 40 mil, there's not a limit for the next two years. They're just going to fucking spend. Right. Because they need a shortstop center fielder, maybe a first baseman. They don't need Verlander. So if that's the situation and they keep him within this window before they have to reset the tax again, and they just do balls out two-year deals and spend a ton, that kind of changes my mind on the whole free agency period where I'm like, all right, do it. Blow the tax up. Let's and then now you got Rosenthal saying they're gonna do like oh nine Yankee spending, like Sabathia, Teixeira, um, Burnett Swisher. And I'm like, okay, if uh, just let me know the plan. If yeah. we only have 80 million to spend in the next two years, don't give 40 of it to Verlander like we did last year with Kluber. Don't give 50% of the allotment to an old injured player returning, and we don't know what he's gonna be on a one year deal, please. But if and signs are kind of pointing this, if there's no limit for the next two years, they're going to get under again. That's the nature of it. And they signed Verlander, who's admittedly not a priority. They said, and Cashman's honest. He said priority short shortstop in center field. And if they give Verlander that much money for a two-year deal, well, to me, that means they're just going to spend like crazy the next two, two seasons. And I would love to get back into the mindset of not caring how much they spent. And being like, yep, pick him up. Who cares? Right. And so that's where, it, dude, it's it's kind of funny. Um, whether it's clicking Zoom links or some of the things that you and I stumble into. I did this almost the same 24-hour cycle. Like, I tweeted out, and before we did the episode with Joe's, I tweeted out the night before a meme of a guy saying, like, well, if Verlander signs with the Yankees, I'll believe he'll be great. If he signs with another team, I'll tell you he'll be shit. And then... I got into the center field part of it, which we'll save for the second half of the episode. But, yeah, man, uh, the Yankees, and you wonder what conversations happened this year. You know, we're coming off the COVID stuff, and how many times did we... We heard from people. This wasn't us reporting to the Talking Yanks people that this is something we believed. We heard within the walls of baseball the Yankees were going to be hurt by the pandemic the most because the Steinburners... They don't own a financial institution or an oil rig. They own the New York Yankees. So their income flow changed probably the most of any owners. Now that they had fans in the building and people coming back, I wonder if Cashman and Hal had a handshake like, hey, 
I will stay under this year and will reset it again. And we'll see with the upcoming CBA if those rules still apply. But let's say they do, and it's every three years, which we know they're going to abide by. That Cashman might have got the handshake like, you can go out and be the Yankees these next two years, which Verlander would be a big sign of that. And I think the center field conversation ties into that too. So, uh, sure, the Verlander conversation... We, we could spin around in circles on it all day. You can point to other kind of legendary pitchers of his ilk that later in their career still shoved into their 40s. We can do the Tommy John conversations about, you know, you're running that risk that is an absolute risk. But I think you're right. Like, the sign of what it could mean for these next two years is pretty significant for the Yankees. And, hey, the dude would still have to sign, and we'll see how the rest of free agency plays out, but yeah, I mean, there's well, Justin I mean, and let me get it there. straight. I don't think I wouldn't 40, 20 mil a year for two years is crazy. That's stupid. I wouldn't do that, but I, but what I'm saying is I think if they do that, I can go back to not caring about money at all. Right. If we're operating under, there's a threshold that they're not, they're only going to spend. Then I really, as a fan, care about how much they give each player because I want them to utilize the space the best. But if we go back to the old days where you're like, fuck, it's not my money. Go get the best players. There's no limit for, for the next two years. I think Verlander at that price would mean that that's still crazy price. Like, but that it can't be their only move when he admittedly said they need a shortstop center fielder. So I'm not, I'm not saying like, yeah, just, it would be nice to get back to the mindset that every fan base uh, hates, but is also jealous of, of saying like, oh yeah, our, our owners just spend like crazy. Go get them. I don't care. It's not my money. Where a lot of teams are like, we have to function around a cap because we're only going to spend so much. So it's where it's like, but the mindset will change. I'm still brainwashed into luxury tax mindset right. where I think they're not going to go crazy. But if that's the deal they're offering for Verlander, then I think, there's going to be a lot of fun to come. And if not, I'll be fucking miserable about the deal. And the other thing that you don't want to worry about is if your penis isn't working. Um, is what? Say that again? If your penis isn't working. Um, oh, I hate that. Yeah. Never happened. If you're, way, as soon as it does, I'll call Roman. Imagine you're, you know, stepping up to the dish and you're trying to hit a home run and you're not even making contact. Uh, that's a bad feeling. Uh, and if you feel that in the bedroom, hit up Roman. Uh, Roman, when you get in touch with them, they will get you in touch with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. And if you're qualified with promo code YANKS, you will get $15 off your first month of treatment. Get Roman.com slash YANKS uh, to speak to their healthcare professional, and then you'll get $15 off your first month of treatment. 52% of men from ages 40 to 70 will experience some form of ED, and you can take care of it. Like, let's get rid of a stigma. I know we we crack some silly jokes about it, uh, some, some limp wiener stuff, but there's a solution, and it's Roman. So go check them out, getroman.com slash yanks today. Be prescribed. You get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you are ready. Have the confidence and control to be Roman. Ready. Ready. A, B. Ready on ready 
on man. Get ready um, on man. R O man.com. Ready on Jim. Let's, let's keep going with the kind of what could be this new two year window, kind of the way you're phrasing it with Verlander. And it's, it's where my brain started really spinning. And I think it'll lead us into center field talk. Um, because we're, we're pretty good at this math. We kind of looked at all the contracts last year and we were like, ah, Otto's got to go, huh? Um, mm-hmm. and, and we put that together. Here's where I'm kind of at. What, catcher, I still can't give people a good answer. I Honestly, at this point, I lean Gary's coming back just because I don't see an alternate option. Maybe Same. they do. You know, it, it could be a... But it would be a massive change in philosophy. It would be like a defensive first catcher, and I just don't think the Yankees believe in that. Um, first base. Obviously, the Matt Olson rumors, other first base rumors, Rizzo. I think, and I'll check with you on this, I think we're on a pretty big first base is going to change because of how they treated Luke Voigt last year. Uh, yeah, I... This is where me and like the the general fan base replies. Like I just I'm not on the same wavelength. Like some people okay. were surprised Cashman said shortstop in center field and not shortstop in first base. But like DJ LeMahieu exists. Right. It's not a priority because you have two fallback options. You have Voight, if you just want to keep him around, cheap, and you have DJ, I mean, who's that shortstop? You literally know one, right? And who's that a, center? Who's that center field? That's where they're that, not playing Judge or Gallo out there. They won't even play Gallo last year in center field. They're not playing Judge out there for full season. And Guardy, both options got declined, and you don't want him to be your starter. And Hicks is coming off an injury, and blah 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 blah. So I wasn't surprised, but like Olson would be a nice trade, but I don't even think that's like, I believe cash when he said first base isn't a priority. You have, I think you try to trade Voight for sure. But even if you do, then DJ just plays first. Right. And that's where, so, you know, Glaber, obviously you have to give him a run at second base for a full year. Shortstop is their number one priority. They're going to get a shortstop. We know that third base kind of ties into first base a little bit. We'll talk about that. Gallo and Judge, I think they're locked in. I know there's people that want to bail on Gallo, but he's a gold glover. It's one season. They clearly like him. I I think they just run that. So that's where the center field conversation really started to make us spin because we know the Yankees like Hicks. Um, At least we we assumed so. Um, And he's an option out there, but there's been a lot of injuries. And... I think it's where this whole center field conversation has started because you're right. Cashman has been pretty honest with the people leading back to the Machado Harper free agency. Like, no, I'm, I haven't talked to those guys. <laughs> like we're not, we're not in um, the fact that he said Hicks second, I guess the only thing for me is I just, I, I do think the change at first base is happening. I agree. I don't think it's a priority, but I think what they did with with Luke last year, um, and I know DJ is an option there, but I don't think they want to pencil him in as their starting first baseman. That I really think that leads to kind of what we're saying, like the the free agency leading into '09. I I think everyone wanted the Yankees to make big changes. I think it's happening, man. We'll see. Yeah, I I think that would be the third. You know. <laughs> 
That'd be like the third thing. Sure. That that happens. I I but because they have safety, like I just don't have a shortstop has to happen. That's kind of the first domino that you know they can't mess that up. So that's why if they sign Verlander before they get a shortstop, we're like, oh, might be spending big. Yeah. Yeah. If they shine the shortstop first, you'd be like, okay, let's see what they do next because that might be their only play. First because base. Because they could. Just first base what? is where they have options internally. Then if it, they don't work out, you can fix that midseason probably easier than the other Same spots. with center field. Yeah, shortstop is an absolute must. So if they shortstop sign the shortstop first, then you might be like, that might be all they do. If they do anything before shortstop, kind of a sign that they're going to do a lot. My opinion. Yeah. No, I, I don't Center think field. Th- yeah. I, I think that's not a bad way to look at it at all. Uh, I just feel the the way things went down at first base and the fact that they've kind of have shown interest in Rizzo and they're clearly, I think they are in on Olsen to a degree, I think is a sign of, um, especially if we start tying it to two year window, like Matt Olsen has two years left on his contract. So if we are doing this two-year run of being the Yankees and bringing Verlander, bringing one of the big shortstops, we're going to make moves at center field, then you might as well do first base too. I, I agree with the statement that, you know, the other thing are priority, but that doesn't mean first base comes off the table or isn't part of the mix for me. Um, which I think does get things really excited. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Joelly? He does come back. I know you said it at the start that you don't think zero, it's a... Zero. zero. Zero? Zero. Do you think he's just going to be an up-and-down guy this year or what? Zero thoughts. I mean, okay. it's nothing. Interesting. I mean, I he's going to be he, in the bullpen. He, he's major league contract, right? Yeah, we thought O'Day and we thought Wilson would be in the bullpen. Wilson got traded halfway through. So, I mean, it's just nothing. Okay. Very much trade. Not going to be the, if he's ever in the top five. Things have been gone awful, but it's a, there's no risk at yeah. all. He can have a regular season role easily. We saw it. Yeah. 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 But like, at no point. I well, I don't know. Anything can happen, but no. I mean, it's it's just no harm, but it's certainly nothing to, to clap about. No, I just and I don't think it's intended to be clapped about. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Yankees, uh, they end up saving about a million dollars because his buyout got paid by the Texas Rangers. Um, that was five hundred k, and the Yankees pay him a million less, so the Yankees kind of trickily save a little bit of money there. And, yeah, I think he does have options, so he can be up and down, and he gets lefties. The baseball savant numbers are there, so maybe they can tinker with him a little bit. But, I uh, again, when we had the original conversations about Joely, if he's coming back, I I was hoping he was going to be a sign of a Yankee spending spree. You can't he's say got it. No op- he's got no options. So he's going to be in the pen then. Yeah, or traded or whatever. I don't, I don't think I, – I think $2 million for Joely for them is a shrug. Okay. They need to just cut cut it loose at some point, I don't think. Attach him to a trade piece like Wilson at some point. Like I, I don't know. I just doesn't move the needle for me. Okay. Well, let's uh let's move your needle with some center field talk and some draft kings. You've been placing any bets, Jim? You've been in Jersey. Should place a bet on all the cricket I've been watching. You've been a cricket festival over there. Australia's putting together a nice little crazy run here. Maybe we'll see. Like that. 
Uh, agree with Moylan. That guy's got to catch that ball. Um, you can bet on cricket. You can bet on other sports at DraftKings Sportsbook. How about the NFL football where DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of the NFL? Bet $1 on either team to score, and you can win $100 in free bets. Um, and by the way, either team will score, so that's $100 in free bets. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, they still have their daily fantasy sports Contest. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code JOMBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um... So, Jim, I mentioned the tea leaves, and I'll, I'll I'll kick it to you. But like we said, with center field, Brian Cashman, who who has been fairly honest, uh, mm-hmm. said right after shortstop, which I think all season we talked about would be their top priority with this shortstop class. Uh, he says shortstop, and then he follows it immediately with center field. Um, and you know, there's a couple free free agent options that are interesting. There's Brian Reynolds' uh, rumors today. Um, and, you know, there's a couple other center fielders around the league that we've referenced on Talking Baseball before, whether you're Kiermaier types, Lorenzo Cain. Um, but the fact it's it's a priority, that was really what triggered my brain because the Yankees talked about getting more athletic and kind of changing the team dynamic. If you're changing center field and you're getting, you know, if you swap Aaron Hicks out, who I think can still be a good baseball player. When he's been on the field, he's still productive. But he's kind of productive in that same way that a lot of Yankees are. Like, there's going to be some walks. There's going to be some powers. There's going to be highs Hicks and, and lows. Hicks and, Hicks and Gallo's redundant and Gallo's better. Right. So, you know, if you start dreaming of the Starling Martes or whoever it will be, um, and for me, the other thing that really made it click was Hicks has four for 40 remaining on his contract, which that's a contract that can be moved. I'm not saying other teams are jumping for it, but if he can still play a little center field and he can play some corner outfields and if he can be out there for enough games, that's a contract you can get rid of easily enough, whether with prospects or with a little money coming back, whether that's a fifth starter or something. So... Part of a bigger trade. That's what that's what really got me jazzy for this offseason. So I want to see where your head's at, Jimmer, with that. I think what's tickled me Ooh. is uh how much does Hicks have left? Because I know it goes it goes less. But does it is it add up to forty? Four for forty. I like think at, at least by luxury tax hit. A, a couple years are ten and a half, and then a couple years are drops nine down and a half. again. So yeah. it's it's nothing. Yeah, crazy. I think it's closer to like thirty two. No, no, not thirty-two. But I think it might be a little less. Whatever. Okay. It goes cheaper. It's ten. It's ten. It's like ten point something. Ten point something. Then nine point something. Nine. I'm, point I'm pretty sure it's ten and a half, ten and a half, nine and a half, nine and a half. So you call it ten a year. Yeah, you call. You call. You definitely call it forty. But it's yeah. not bad. Um, they, I think, and this is very speculative uh, on me. Um, so just like opening with that. So. This gets clipped for socials. Make sure you include. This is very speculative of me. Okay. I think they want they want to send Hicks to winter ball. They they keep discussing. 
we're not, we're deciding if he wants to play winter Dominican winter ball or not. And I think if they were to say their full thoughts, it would be, we'd love him to play winter ball. If he looked good and people wouldn't then trade for him. We don't want him to play winter ball. He doesn't look good. And then people aren't going to trade for him. I think they're trying to see some showcases or I don't know, see something some before they make that decision. Um, but you know, it's making me laugh. Like why, what, what's he hasn't played in a while. Right. If you want him to be a New York Yankee, send him to the Dominican and let him get some reps and get game speed. Don't just wait to spring training. Like it's right there for you. If it's your decision, like they're saying, like we haven't decided, like if they want him to be a Yankee, you send him. Gary went last year because he didn't get a lot of reps and he was bad. Like, go get him to game speed. Why would you not send him unless he's like Hicks is like, I'm not going. I just got married and all this. But uh, if you're the Yankees, you definitely send him. And you say, yeah, let's see what you got. But if they're trying to move him, I think they're trying to figure out, well, okay. Maybe we don't showcase them. Maybe we do. Ah, um, which is interesting. But I don't know if he'd get moved, man. And and if he doesn't, then I really don't know what that means. Right. Um, I think they're gonna. Um, that's where I really had a an eyes wide open moment. Like that contract isn't isn't ridiculous in in the baseball world. Um, you know, you could go back to that Red Sox. You know the the. Dumps they've done over the past 10 years now Between the David Price dump And uh, Carl Crawford, Adrian Gonzalez That monster trade Um, And that's where I start circling up Kind of like I did before I know first base isn't a priority I do think a move's going to happen there Um, But they do have backup options So if it doesn't, it's kind of no skin Skin off off the back Um, I think If I had to guess Cashman's dream board there's a first baseman, a Rizzo Olsen type. I, I, Brandon Belt is a free agent. He's got a big lefty swing. Um, I think Gio Urshela, who played shortstop last year, he can be your bench guy slash with DJ in that util role you originally dreamed up of. And then if a right side of the infield guy gets hurt, DJ goes over there, Gio plays third. If a left side of the infield guy gets hurt, Gio's then a starter. He played shortstop for a little bit. You'd have to find a solution. But we're banking on a big-time shortstop, and there's the young guys on the way. So I've kind of brainwashed myself into that. And then the whole team dynamic really does change. If it is a – I mean, Brian Reynolds is an incredible baseball player. I'm not even dreaming there yet. But so is Starling Marte. And, like, the Starling Marte contract, if we're talking big money for the next couple years – this is Kylie McDaniel who works for ESPN, and he's he's just guessing. But he guessed that Starling Marte is going to get a four-year, $68 million contract, which that's not break-the-bank money, and that's a different player in center field. So I really think – I had no idea what's going to happen at catcher. I think they're just going to roll Gary. But I think first base, shortstop, and center field are all going to have very new upgraded looks – and that's without the Verlander talk, Luis Castillo talk that happens every offseason. Like, I I think they're doing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, I, first base, what, what I think we're forgetting 
is athleticism like has to be part of it. And if you're Geo at third, Glaber at second, Rizzo at first, DJ Rizzo or Void at first, DJ Util, you're not more athletic. You you might have gotten worse or stayed the same, depending how people's bodies have like an aged and all that. You know, um, if they're preaching athleticism, and DJ's the util guy, which is sucks because that's usually a pretty athletic dude. And we're talking speed, taking the extra base, that type of that type of stuff. Because DJ is athletic. I hate the word we're using. We're really just right. talking about speed. Um, speed. So if we need speed, and you go Geo, Voight, Rizzo, and DJ, like we didn't do shit. We did not. So I guess that's where I'm confused. So if you think the Yanks, let's say DJ is playing first, because I have them moving on from Voight, just the way they treated him last year. I, I have them moving. They kind of they kind of wrote that story themselves, right? You know. So it'd be a plot twist now if they just say, yeah, actually Voight's at first base. That'd be a big plot twist by them. So you've got Glaber at second. You've you big shortstop signing, whether Correa, Story, Seeger, whoever it comes out to be. So at third base, you still have Geo, or do you think a third base move is happening? Because then they haven't then your infields Geo, shortstop, Glaber, DJ, yeah, which I, hasn't I think, gotten you more athletic slash speedy either. I think Glaber and DJ are the only two that stay. Okay. And DJ's either playing first or third. It's not what I think will happen, what I what I would do. I love Geo. Right. He's slow. Yeah. He, almost natural state is limping now. Voight runs in quicksand. Glaber's around. Quicksand. DJ, you signed for five years. You signed DJ to five years to be a util guy? Aging 30-year-old util guy? I don't think so. I think you signed him to lock him up at second, and you hoped Glaber would be a shortstop. Now that's not happening. Find him a home. Ask DJ. You're going to play majority of your game time on the corner. What do you want? And then go navigate around that. You signed him for five years. Let's get the best out of him. You didn't sign him to be a util play. I don't think so. The two-year deal, cheaper money, I think that was the utility role they they had for that. But... I mean, you got this guy's got to last, and I. No player has ever said I like moving around the field a ton. <laughs> they right. always say no. I like when I am consistent and have a spot. So Glaber and DJ stay for me, and then you 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 go and you get some athleticism somewhere. So if it's shortstop and then first baseman, don't bring Rizzo over. Bring Olson, someone who just like can move, right? Can score from second on a single. Like it changes innings. And we didn't have anyone last year in the starters for a while. So, yeah, I I think um, Geo, Voight are all either to the bench. Voight should be traded because they wrote that story already and they should do it. Geo, it's either bench or, or trade. And he's got value and he's cheap. So I try to move him too. But it, it, you can't preach you need to get more athletic and a.k.a. just speed and versatility. And run DJ Glaber Urshela Voight. Like you can. Right, right. And that's where I have Urshela becoming a bench option. DJ's your starting third baseman, but with his utility. So when Matt Olson gets hurt, he goes to first. When Glaber gets hurt, 
he goes to second. If the shortstop or DJ got hurt, then you have Gio Urshela, who has a bench option. Is Olsen even fast? I should. He's not. not he's um, a first baseman. He's he's young. He was twenty eighth sprint speed. So like, all right. Well, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, that's that's where center field. Like even Correa, dude. I don't think Correa stole bags this year or anything. Very so like, athletic. He's dude. athletic. He'd be he'd be the fastest guy in that infield. That's but. where dude, se- I know. Uh, Rizzo field. actually did take the extra base. Yeah. Not fast, but at least he did take extra bases. He That's where center field can can change the whole dynamic. I and I really think it's going to happen. Like shortstop is going to happen. I still have no idea whether it's Seeger, Story, Correa. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know how that ends still. But Center field's happening, and maybe it's just my weak spot for center fielders. And I don't know if they love Marte. They said they made a move; for, they were looking at him at the trade deadline. But you kind of say that about everyone. Um, or if they they make a Brian Reynolds, or I mean, God, Kiermaier would be wild. I don't know. I I think it's gonna happen, and I think that can that can really change how the Yankees look compared year over year. Yeah. It's tough because it's a lot of, like, like, yeah. It's interesting for me because you're you're saying there's a lot of mo- things to move, and I agree. But shortstop, center field, but the, the infield. I mean, just we got too many slow guys. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big is a big problem, and like, I, I like the team and all that, but you gotta get some people that can move. And like I said, Rizzo. Probably the same speed as Voight, maybe a little faster, but could but took bases, took chances. Right. How many times did we gr- drop our jaw? Like, what? He went to second there. Whoa, it worked. Um, I mean, in the, in the short sample period, probably four, five times. Picks his spots very well. Sixty games. Yeah. Um. I, I think it'll be a feel. I know the Yankees still don't. They're never going to fully believe in speed, but like Judge should be athletic when he runs the bases. Uh, Joey Gallo is athletic when he runs the bases. Uh, if you get an athletic center fielder, then you've got three guys. Whoever your shortstop is should be athletic to a degree. So Could then land in the athletic bucket. You know, uh, Glaber was actually pretty athletic. We were distracted by everything else. Um, or a, a stretch before he hurt his thumb. He did. He was stealing a lot and, after the break, and then before he hurt his. And finger. so w- once that's all in the pot with Glaber Torres, the second baseman, who we do have. Belief in And then you You say DJ LeMahieu was hurt last year I mean It well, makes D- But DJ even at his best isn't Oh he's not athletic I'm just saying as a, as a baseball player What he can provide When he's healthy yeah, It pains me that the word athletic Has just become the word for speed Because DJ LeMahieu is like So fucking athletic He's a freak <laughs> he's, a, like he's a top I hate that we've changed this word Uh because I think you put DJ in any any athletic competition, he right. competes. Let's That's change my it. definition of athletic. It got stolen, man. You know? We're changing There's people it back. that are... Yeah. All right. We're changing it back. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know. I know we already did Verlander, but I do think Brian Cashman... If they go Verlander and Correa, I will feel weird about it. Okay. I will feel grimy. A little bit. I, I it will I don't fully care like blah 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 like never it. never 
I don't see I don't picture Verlander as an Astro. Um but if you got Cole Verlander Correa Come on. That feels weird. Just like that feels and I'm not going to let this feeling get in the way of cheering for them and and if they help the Yankees win, enjoying it and all that, but like, you know, they ever do a fucking promo like eh, with those three guys on it. It's a bit odd. Right. Just buying the Astros team that that beat you. It's uh, you know, a little bit of that A-Rod effect of when that originally happened. I uh you know, when I was sitting there late night, uh, indulging a little bit, I was like, man, do I th- I think Brian Cashman is licking his chops at Cole Verlander Seve playoff series. Um, you know, we're not sure what Verlander's gonna be, but you know, I I think the Yankees have every opportunity to do it and it's not unrealistic. I think that's the thing that has me hyped right now. Like, you know, we we laugh sometimes in the office at some people's Twitter predictions, like, let's get this guy. Acuna would be a great Yankee. Like, all the things we're talking about are very much in the realm. Like, any any one of these things is very, very, very on the day. Even the whole group, like, I. The whole thing together is an option. Yeah. It's got to happen, though. Yeah. Um, well. Well, I don't love the I, I don't love the idea of Correa, but I do love the idea of his abilities being added to the team. That is weird. Well, I think I think we're gonna find out. Like Cashman is saying, all these the quotes about uh, Peraza, how he's MLB ready um, defensively. Um, you know, we we know, you know, one of those shortstops is getting moved this offseason. If I had to guess, it's Peraza. Um, I think they're in with the kid from Jersey, and I don't know. They could not be, be either. Big, yeah, they, I don't, they have time to make a decision. They, I, I, it feels I, like I would, I would think they don't. Um, neither of them, I think, young. are expected they, to play next year. They're not. Yeah, they're not yet. expected to break the majors. Peraza's next year. expected to play next year. Peraza has to get on the forty man, so he he could debut, but he's not like supposed to be part of the team. It's not like his like yeah. MLB.com ETA. Like everything's like 2023. But I would bet he debuts because yeah. he has to be on the 40 man and seasons happen. Florial stuff. I um, uh, I don't know. I think one of them's gone. Yeah, I was thinking the opposite. Okay. That's the excitement of the offseason, baby. I, I think they be. genuinely I think they genuinely like those two guys. I think so too. Um, they can slide they down the position scale them. if they both work somehow. How likely is the two top prospects both pan out with the team? But give yourself yeah, the not option. likely, but yeah. If, if no, it happened, I mean, they believe they believe Volpe, in Volpe can go to third. Hasn't even, and, Volpe hasn't even played at Double A yet. I guess that's he's a level behind. That's my thought process is that Peraza, who I do think is MLB ready next year, if the Yankees sign, you know, one of the big shortstops, Peraza's value is being a shortstop. Defensively, he can already play shortstop. He has speed. That if you just signed Correa, you just blocked where he's most valuable. So use that guy to go get Brian Reynolds or a Luis Castillo type or someone like that. You don't think that he still likes 
prospects to get a full year at AAA? I don't know. I mean, the past couple years have been weird. You know, it, it's hard to put a full measurement on that. But, I mean, the dude kind of flew up the org. And I also think we have we have Yankees blinders on. Like, if Peraza gets traded to the Pirates, he could be their opening day shortstop. Um, yeah. So that's, I think. I mean, Peraza doesn't have 400 plate appearances above A ball. Okay. Like, like he's, I don't know. That's that's quick. I feel like they usually so, certainly with the Yankees. To, I don't see him any way for the him Yankees to be usually give the it more time at any point. But but I, I get what you're I'd saying. Say 2020, 2024, like opening day, earliest for me. For Peraza. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't Certainly played a lot. Yeah, I guess I guess you're very much in a Yankee scope right now. If if Peraza got traded to the Reds this offseason, they would be talking about him playing shortstop this year. Yeah, but he's a, he's in the Yankee system. Right, but he's MLB ready for 2022, and if they traded him, then oh, you're I don't think the Yankees want to tra- Yeah, but I'm also, I also don't think they want I, I think they want him to be a, a Yankee. Um, yeah. I do. I don't. I also don't think. Yeah, it's funny. Cashman. He's very honest about like what he wants to do, but he talks about his players sometimes. Obviously, he's got to hype them up. You know, right? He has to play um, the game. But th- yeah, those two guys. I think, you know, defensively ready shortstop. Give him. You're not going to rush his bat. I don't, I, is my understanding of it, or my, what I, how I feel like the Yankees have handled those guys in the in the past. You, if you trade them and you let someone else rush his bat, it'd be a haul. So I don't know. I don't know. Like who's out there? Like Brian Reynolds for Peraza? Like is they really going to do that? I mean, that's that's always the question when we do trade rumors. I mean, the other team has to like them. I just know Peraza has flown up. Like the top prospect charts this year Like people believe So he's he's got some juice that he gained this year So his value is up um, You know, uh, Fangraphs has him as a top 50 prospect um, So uh, I don't know I don't know what you do with that um, And you know, some of the at-bat stuff you mentioned Like those are going to be skewed for any prospects The next couple years Because 2020 didn't happen for him um, But you know, he climbed High A to double A and even got a little triple A run. You know, people like those guys that are fast risers. We'll see. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, we should do like an actual, like, we want to do like deep dives into like the trade targets and like comp trades and stuff like that. But there's a, I'm just excited that they might spend. Yeah. I hasn't, so. and I think my, my, Test is if someone if they do a move like a big move before a shortstop, then we should all expect a lot of moves. Because shortstop, one hundred percent, they could has to happen. They cannot start next season if they don't sign or trade for a shortstop of high caliber. Yep. Pitching, they could roll the dice. Center field, they could roll the dice. You know, wouldn't like it, but they could. Um, first base, they could roll the dice again. We're not going to love it, but they could catcher. We think they're going to roll the dice. If, if 
shortstop 100% has to happen. So if shortstop's the first move, then you kind of stiffen up and you go, oh, I hope there's more. Right. Stuff happens before shortstop, I might start licking my lips and be like, all right, let's, let's bring it. That's logic. That's logic, people. Um, all right, Poppy. Do you think do you think Monty's expendable if they sign Verlander? So they get Verlander for two years, and then do you think Monty as a trade piece would then happen because they only have Monty for the next two years, or not at all? Because if you sign Verlander, then you have you're you're fucking eyeing that window and stop selling people in that window. So my Monty thought process jumps to, um. If you were to do a Luis Castillo trade, then you're basically trading two years for one of Luis Castillo, and that's kind of your Death Star move. You're doing like a, a, we're talking about a rotation of Cole, Verlander, Seve, Luis Castillo at the top. I mean, that would be, that's my Death Star move. Um because I think even with this Justin Verlander conversation, we've known that they were going to go out and replace Kluber in some fashion. All eyes are pointing to Verlander right now. Like, I think that would be that would be a potential Death Star move. But um, I don't know. It two years of Monty, like that that does speak to other teams. So in my head, that's not off the table. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Um, all right, I guess we can deep dive more on a lot of this later and the trades and stuff like that. I was, there was one other thing I was going to ask before we went, but now I forget it. Okay. Oh, other any other starting pitchers? I guess we can do a whole episode in the future on starting pitchers. Like, um, I was going through the list of what everyone who everyone was talking about. I really wasn't over the moon of any of them. Yeah, I guess. I guess where my head jumped on that for a little bit, and I did a little bit of research, was if there's a Hicks trade dump of sorts, uh, the money you could get back would be from a starting pitcher. I don't know if that's a Kyle Hendricks. I don't know um, who that would be, but yeah, I, I I like the less risky options more than like the risk. Like Ray, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it at all. Right, would, you get pay so much for so much like risk. Like what? Um, then there's some options that if you can get them for cheap, and it's kind of weird because I don't really, it's like an odd thing. But if you like tell me like they got Kikuchi or um, uh, I just had it in my head, another one that, uh, that, uh, oh, who was it? Like, I'm not excited about Kikuchi, but I'm like, all right, cool. Sure. Let's see, John Gray would be yeah. a good one. Um, you know, like options like that on two year deals would actually, like, okay, if we're doing a two-year thing, like those two guys, like, we have a lot of pitchers. Let's go get eight of them. Let's roll the dice. Get some long men in the pen. Play the game. Can I tell you um, guys my my snobbiest Yankees fan thought in the last 48 hours? Yeah. My snobbiest Yankee fan thought in the last 24 hours was I <laughs> go, yeah, I was like, Cole Verlander and Seve, those guys are so similar. I was like, shut up, Jake. If you have them, you're going to believe in them to strike out whoever, throw good fastballs, and throw good snappers. Don't be a do you wanna, fucking knob. <laughs> do you want to hear my, like, radio yes. talking head take that I had about Verlander? Need it. Like, old man? Yes. Like, you know what? 
At least Verlander and Cole teach these kids how to go the distance. Yes. <laughs> yes. At, at least we get like the a fucking like baby bitch starting pitcher mindset going top down, like to like, like just like yeah. pouting and, and bitching and, and I don't call eight innings or I suck. Like, mentality just top down if you get the two of those at the top of it like there's there's a there's a bit of we talked about how matt blake's a great analytics coach but cole and these guys could probably use like like a like someone wrote like a coney for like a mindset coach for like a like uh aggressor like you know a pitching philosophy and like if you got those two dudes top down like probably good for the younger guys i like that just tell the younger guys throw throw ninety eight and have an unhittable fastball and yeah, work off of yeah. it. Don't don't like write that in stone. Like it's yeah. uh, I'd, I'd I'd walk that back faster than I'd stamp it. But yeah. it was a thought I had. It's uh it's exciting stuff, man. I know. Uh, a we'll see where we're at December first, December third, because that's qualifying offers and CBA stuff. Um, non tender deadline. Non tender deadline. That's all like 24 hours of within each other You're right, Jim I guess the pressure is kind of on for these next What is it, three weeks leading up to that? Will there be Something. Verlander? Will there be Olsen? I, uh, I don't Nothing's know Nothing's going to happen before the CBA You don't think so? Silly moves, you know Teams that are trading Like, you know, teams that are dumping Like the Reds traded Tucker Barnhart They don't care Right, that's where that's where I think Oakland they might get some of their business done to get Olsen or Chapman off the books before the CBA. Okay, yeah, yeah. So so trades may happen beforehand, but I I think signings. If if you're a team, I, I don't think they have to wait. How could you sign a guy when you have no idea what the luxury tax rules are going to be moving forward? Yeah, like if like what if the luxury tax changes to it resets every five years? Like okay. Yeah, we're in a fucking different world now. Like, what if the luxury taxes? It's going to change every two years. Like, you can't sign someone before the CBA is finished if it gets finished. If you're a team, how can you commit any sort of long-term dollars without knowing what the rules are going to be, what the ramifications of that are going to be? You know, we, we don't usually give teams the benefit of the doubt on these things, but in this case, uh, they should know what the budget is. Players, yeah. I mean. Players got got so bad on the luxury tax. Yeah. They got they got got on everything the last CBA. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, I mean, but that's that's like public opinion. It's yeah. It's not. I think they even know it. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else? It, the fact that it's been now the fact uh, labor pod for a second. The fact and we'll do this. I'm talking baseball. Uh, the fact that it's been silent, I think, is a good sign. Yeah, that's kind of the consensus right now, too. That's everyone we've talked to has been like, yeah, the fact it's quiet is probably good news. Um, there was that one Heyman tweet, and almost everyone everyone laughed. They're like, no, dude, we're good over here. You kind of have no info. Yeah, there's been like a, a couple headlines like that one. That's like, and yeah, obviously someone, one of the sides planted this and whatever. But I, uh, Man, Angel stuff. I like going to the Yankees subreddit, obviously, because they they share like good inf- good the, the meaningful or whatever gets up with crowdsourced. I have Heyman muted because his 
tweets are nothing. Right. And then, like, sometimes I go to Reddit, and then they're up there, and I'm like, God, like, I wish I could mute him everywhere. Like, so I mm. saw one that was like, teams interested. I don't know. He did something where he listed 10 teams again. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh. Here's nothing. Here's nothing. Enjoy this. What's uh, Jim? It's talking Yanks. This is kind of where it all started. What can we get a, J, a James Douglas update for the people? James Douglas is doing well. Uh, had a nice session with him this morning. Big old yawn. Did you see that? I did see that. What's he? He grew two sizes overnight. What's he just a yawn festival? Yeah, yeah, he's a yawn festival. Um, he's good, man. The ba- the dogs are super intrigued. Like, look at this picture of Mac just like hunting him in the background. Dogs are Maisie thinks he's his mom. Mm. Mac okay. is uh interested. But uh yeah, so far we're very lucky. It's a sleep festival. We we messed up one day because we just let him sleep all day. Because we're like, this kid just sleeps. And then uh watching a lot of Seinfeld. And then he he didn't sleep at night. So then we were up till 2 a.m. and he was just wide awake mm. staring at us like and I was getting freaked out. I was like, dude, stop looking. So we realized, okay, let's let's keep him awake. Yeah. From like noon to nine PM as much as we can. So we did that last night. Slept from eleven thirty to four thirty, woke up, fed him, went back to sleep at five, woke up at eight. Like my sister's very jealous. Bang biscuit. Uh he doesn't it, like being naked. Huh. Hates it. You you mentioned Maisel has taken on a motherly role. If Mac decides to be the father, do you? Is there just a handoff there? Like you guys, Mac's want? like a 1950s father, right? Like the first four days, he is pissed. He was moody, yeah. And if like he wasn't part of the whatever session, he just like sat in the corner pouting. It was like really being a little bitch about it. Mm. Damn, and acknowledge the baby, and now like slowly, sternly, he's like coming up, and he'll walk past. Uh, the baby and just like kind of like stop look give like a nod of approval like you exist and then keep going mm. and uh we've gotten some like kisses now okay. but slowly it's like you know begrudgingly like i'm not gonna let my guard down i'm the right. man of this house and you're, you're just a little boy he's kind of the, he, the the stereotypic dad that gets a puppy and is like i'm not gonna take care of this puppy and yeah this yes, puppy. yes 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 he's now. probably changing his diaper every time we're not in the room right you know yeah but yes, is very like. They're both sweet. That we we got Wheatons because Wheatons are really good with little kids. Maisie's nuts though. Like anytime mm. he cries, Maisie has to be by his side, and no one else can be around. Right. Strangers. Maisie's kind of taking the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Mac, moped. I had to like give him some special. Like I told Katie, like, hey, like go spend some time with Mac. He's yeah. fucking mopey. So we've like been doing like, did you give Max some love today? Mm. Um, needy. Yeah, super needy, but they're good. good. Katie's doing well. We lost my father-in-law, so we're down a body taken care of. Uh, I don't know when my mother-in-law leaves, but then it'll be just the two of us. That's the, kind of the true test, I guess. Mm. But he's been good. Here they have, we have this thing that's like Rorschach test, like just black and white images that are supposed to stimulate him hilarious 
babies are so easy to entertain. Mm. I just hold up this piece of paper that's got like a black and white yin yang sign, and he's just like, mm. for a while. I'm like, dude, your sense of entertainment sucks. I Maybe. get bored after a single second. You're not into the baby Rorschach. No, but the, on the other side are complex designs. He's not there yet. And those those are kind of cool, man. They're like, you know, like Starry Night in black and white. I'd like to get myself into the baby Rorschach market so, like, in 10 years, I've kind of brainwashed a bunch of babies into liking my face. Rorschach your face? Rorschach my face. What do you see? I see a creep. Come on. That'd be terrible if that's what every kid that said. That would be bad. Yeah. That would be bad for me. Um, yeah. All right, Big Papa. Someone in the chat asked if we read the chat. And? No. Well, this is pre-recorded. This is, yeah. Wish Does we could do it live. Does the chat think this is live? Yeah. Crazy. It would be cool if we could. Oh, my God. Yeah, technology will catch up soon. Australia won, by the way. Awesome comeback. So, Australia versus New Zealand in the finals of the uh, T20. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. World Cup. Team Aussie. It's going to be great. Okay. Right, Jimbo. When's the next know. Talking Yanks? Next Tuesday? Tuesday. Next Tuesday. We'll see what we get news-wise. We should do a deep dive. Well, I don't know if I'm going to round. I, I don't know if I can do... Next week's my final week of turn of full off, right. and then I go part-time. So I don't know if I'm going to be here. But we we'll should start doing some deep dives into positions. And we'll talk and comps and values you. and all that Maybe we can do a – we can pre-record, pre-record a couple things for the next week or something. Um, maybe we'll have a couple guests. All right, yeah. Big Daddy. Goodbye, everyone. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Said it's not live. <laughs> Morgan White, is this thing on? No.